Greetings, Null Space Faithful, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Null Space Gaming Podcast. I'm Scott Null. And I'm Jerry. <laughs> Jerry <laughs> is here with us this week. <laughs> Always here. Uh, we're going to talk, we had a couple of, uh, uh, what would you call them? The gaming shows. Not really. Uh, There's a Nintendo Direct. Nintendo Direct and the Apple iPhone 7 announcement. We'll just talk about their, their two little shows they did this week, uh, this past two weeks, three weeks. Four weeks, five weeks. Eight. Um, Last year. Depending so, on when you're listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we'll talk about, if, if you're listening to the future, uh, there there was once something called a 3.5 millimeter jack that made everything easy, but Apple sought to get rid of it, and everyone in the media and... Uh, Technology-based industry is a whore, so they follow Apple's lead, and they they all got rid of it. It went extinct, and now everything's miserable, as you know, since you're from the future. (laughs) But but first, we're going to talk about Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo had a uh, direct their their little reveal show that they do after E3 every year. They do a couple Nintendo directs, which is pretty neat. I like them. I like them too. It gives a nice little roundup of what they're planning on doing, and it's it's I don't know. It's more how can I put it. I like it. Casual? Yeah. It's casual. They they, they they manage to get a couple of releases out, you know, bit by bit throughout the year. Used to be Iwata's thing, but he's no longer with us, so it's moved on since then. Uh, Reggie does a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, Reggie, Reggie's there. Uh, but we'll just talk about what was announced for Nintendo on September 1st, uh, starting out with um, a couple more additions to Skyward Sword. I'm sorry. A couple more additions to uh, Hyrule Warriors. Um, we're going to get, uh, what is it? Uh, Wind Waker, wasn't it? Wind Waker. We're going to get Wind Waker stuff, so more Toon Link with uh, with a few more weapons, and then uh, Zelda. And there was like Toon Link Amiibos and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the, the Zelda Amiibos. We've got classic Link Amiibo, which I'm really excited about neat, yeah he looks like the uh the super mario amiibo the the classic one they made where it's all pixelated mm-hmm. and boxy um that the amiibo for that's coming out every time i'm like i have all the amiibos i want they <laughs> they flip the script on me um uh, they've also got toon link and uh wind waker zelda amiibo which i'm pretty excited about toon link has the uh, the wind waker the baton that you can buy for 40 bucks if you go to the concerts yeah i'm not gonna do that because <laughs> it's a piece of plastic <laughs> i'll make my own probably be cheaper and the uh the next uh link basically i don't know what it's from is it the skyward sword amiibo it look uh it's neat looking i already have a link though i don't know how much i need it i have a link i don't need it either i mean i got this you know link ganon and zelda so yeah i'm good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, really, they were cute, though. I'm excited for the classic Link one, and I might get the Wind Waker one. I might not. Uh, I don't have a Zelda Amiibo yet, though, so I'll think about it. Okay. Um, going on from there, we had Mario Sports Superstar, which, if, you, if you're, you know, into the Mario sports games like Mario Tennis way back when, soccer has been more recent. Well, you liked the Mario Sluggers, didn't you? Super Sluggers, yeah. I don't think it's going to have the motion control, though, which is why I like Super Sluggers really? so Really? Like, out of the old motion control gaming, you like that one? Yeah, I do. Um, it's It's just that whole thing of... It gets you standing up because, you know, you can play it sitting down. Sure. But who the fuck would want to? I play bowling sitting down. Because you're, <laughs> you're a bad person. And that's why the Nintendo doesn't do so well, because people are lazy. <laughs> I still like bowling, though. I still but, play. Uh, first of all, horse riding... I don't know, that seemed kind of weird. If you're going to have a horse riding game, make the Zelda mini game or something, you know? They did, I think. A Zelda it... horse riding game? No, they did. Don't give me that Oh, shit. no, no, I'm sorry. I was thinking about the Fable horse riding simulator. Oh, no, no, we're not talking about <laughs> Fable Journey. Fable, the, the 
Connect Fable game that pretty much decided it was going to be the last nail in the coffin of a series in which it was a uh, emotion-based game in which you were riding a horse and buggy the entire time. Yeah, that took like fucking a half hour of playing, and it was we, we had we, we had to calibrate it. that damn we thing. We played it for about two hours after finally calibrating everything, and when we got to the point where we were supposed to cast magic, we quit. Oh, we couldn't do it. It was just it. Uh, the Connect is finicky. It's it's awful hardware. If you like the Connect, you're just wrong. We actually moved <laughs> in that little area that we were playing. We actually moved everything out, and we tried actually doing it as proper as possible, and we still had fucking problems. And just uh, get, getting back to and... Mario, <laughs> forgetting about forgetting about the horrors of the past. Uh, so Mario supports superstars. Yeah, I mean it's a game. I know it'll sell. Yeah, I know it will. I'm I'm probably not gonna get it. Uh, but bigger on Mario's end was Mario. Uh, Super Mario Maker coming to the 3DS. To me, Mario Maker always felt like it should have been a handheld game. It really? felt like it always should have been on the 3DS. Hmm. I think it would have been fine on both. I mean, really, I mean, uh, I enjoy it on my Wii U. I mean, I like playing on my big TV, and I could see a lot more of what's going on. You know, honestly, after that first week of buying it, I'm a little ashamed to say I've never gone back to it. No, I haven't really gone back either. I'm like, I've played maybe for like the first two or three weeks. I enjoyed some of the maps that people were making, and I did my auto Mario. I did my auto Mario's that I like myself, but... Okay, just for people who don't know what an auto Mario is. Uh, an auto Mario, um, basically you start the level and Mario runs by himself and it goes through a bunch of like little trick courses around the whole level, but you don't touch a single button and it just plays itself and it makes sometimes like a little tune or it just does the weird little tricks and... And it just finishes itself, and that's it. It's, the, it's the, a little neat. The funny thing is, people have been doing that for years before Mario Maker yes. even came out. They were yes. they were doing uh, hacks in which they would remake Mario Super Mario levels, mm -hmm. and uh, Mario would basically you wouldn't touch the controller, and he'd move on his own to the end of the level. There's a lot of really uh, cool ones out there that you know like replicate music, and it's really neat. I like I think those are a lot better. I'll actually put a, a link in the in the in the description of the video to my favorite that I watched a while back. Won't get into that right now, but, but yeah. Those are cool. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Mario Maker coming to the 3DS because it's one of those things, I think if I'm just sitting down with a controller in my hand and designing a level while, you know, watching a TV show or something, I think I'd enjoy that a lot more. Now, granted, you can do that with the, the Wii, Wii U, U. <laughs> but it's just that disconnect where I feel if I have my Wii U on, I should be having it on the big screen. Mm, okay. I mean, I've been enjoying playing, um, like, Minecraft on the Wii U on just the tablet. Oh, did you get that on my... It, it, it's really small. Okay. It, you, it's the first game I've ever run into an invisible wall in Minecraft. The maps are just not very big. But it, okay. does, it scratches the itch. I can build a little, you know, bungalow <laughs> while yeah. I'm watching Cheers. <laughs> <'Cause> I, <laughs> because I, for whatever reason, only watch TV shows from the late 80s now. Star Trek Next Generation Cheers. So. It, it's okay. I've been watching uh, uh, Married with Children. <laughs> Married with Children. Oh, my God. <laughs> I found the box set on Amazon for 25 bucks. Yeah, whatever works. You know what? I'm like, 25 bucks, I'll do it. <laughs> but um, Mario Maker for 3DS, I, I don't think it was going to have quite as many features as the, the Wii U version. Um, uh, like, you're not going to be able to, to browse the the big collection online, mm -hmm. but you can still do the 100 Mario Dash in which it just loads a bunch of random levels mm -hmm. and you go through them. I mean, I think it makes sense for the marketing standpoint. I mean, there's probably a lot more people that own 3DSs or 2DSs compared to Wii U's. And we did see a lot of Wii U games come to the 3DS. Hyrule Warriors, yep. uh, Mario Maker, and uh, next on the list is uh, Woolly World. Yep. Yoshi's Woolly World. Um, with the Poochie Amiibo, which I know Ziggy's going to want. 
want because it's fucking adorable. I know. Kelly has not seen it yet, and I'm sure she'll probably want the Poochie one. She's already got some of the other uh, plushy amiibos from the Yoshis. She likes the those. Yoshi amiibo I have, and it's adorable. That was given to me by uh, by Ziggy. She gave it to me as a Christmas present. Mm. But uh, the Poochie amiibo, uh, if you don't know, Poochie is Yoshi's uh, little dog friend, dog-esque kind of character. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, you basically just ride him, and uh, whatever direction Yoshi's pointing in, uh, Poochie will run in and he'll run over spikes and stuff but having him be a little stuffed amiibo he's just way too cute Yeah, he, and the, the stuffed ones they don't have that base either they don't have the plastic base they mm-hmm. just have like a little uh, harder fabric on the bottom in which mm-hmm. the amiibo sits so I mean it's literally just a plushie yeah, they're adorable yeah it's fantastic yeah. so it's, I'm, uh, as far as uh, Wooly World goes it, it, it needs to stay an HD game to me but I don't see a problem with it coming to the 3DS mm-hmm. uh, side scroll I don't understand a side-scroller on the Wii U. I just don't. I don't mind them. I mean, side-scrolling platformer, it's just like... I think they're kind of like... Oh, for me personally, I'm like, the only side-scroller platforming games, like, I'll play some of the more popular ones, kind of like Super Meat Boy or whatever, and I like, I enjoy those. But they're kind of, to me, over-flooded in the market of, like, the uh, indie game industry. Well, the indie games have definitely taken it because it's an easy... It's an easy type of game to make. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, one point of the screen to the other, and you put a platform and jump on it. The All the work's already been done. Mm-hmm. Mario, Miyamoto did it in, 80, what, 89? Yeah. No, it was like 86. It's all been done. It's been done to death for the past three, four decades now. Yeah. But, but you know, I'm not against uh, Super Mario Maker going on the 3DS. I just, you know, like I said, I, I was... I Scott was very excited for the Nintendo Direct. I was kind of like, meh. I'm like, I'm just seeing a lot of... Well, we'll Rehashes. Look into our reaction. Okay. At the okay. End okay. Okay. But uh, really, I think any any at at these days, any side scroller platformer that comes out first party. I'm talking you, Nintendo Max, forty bucks. Yeah. No more do we need the sixty dollar new Mario Brother Wii U three. I was kind of pissed off that Mario Maker first came out a sixty dollar price tag on the Wii U. Honestly, I could justify that. I still think it's a good price for it for when it came out. I was hoping like a forty dollar price tag. Uh, well, anyway, we'll go from there. A Street Pass Plaza for the 3DS uh, expanded yep. somewhat, I believe. Instead of ten people, now you can run into a hundred. Yeah, that's part of my fuck you this week, actually. Really? Yes. Why? You want to know why? Yeah, you talk have to about pay it. for it. The hundred? Yes. No, I got it already. No, I can't. Really? I have to pay five bucks. Really? Yes. I still say it's worth it. I get a cons all the time, and I I'm sick of checking every ten. How seconds. How did you get yours for free? I don't think I did get. For, I got the update already. I mean, I got you know, go on your 3DS, click on. It and they're like, okay, you want to do the hundred? I'm like, yeah, I want to do the hundred. I'm like, yep, there'll be five bucks. I'll do it. You'll do it. I will do it. I will do it proudly because I, I like feel I like said, that's just. Un- I, th- I think that was a necessary update that needed to be had because you know the ten things were really annoying. I had to close and I have to fucking wait and restock again and close what wait. I'm like, I was kind of really fucking you know annoyed by like just doing ten at a time. Okay, here, here's here's how the economics of it work. Would you rather close and open it ten uh, to every ten when you're at like a con or just uh, anywhere? I just think it was just a standard update that should be just in- included into the update. I just shouldn't pay for that. Eh, it's the same thing with the Mario Bank. I mean, it's the same thing with the Pokemon Bank being $5 a year. I can understand the Pokemon Bank maybe and, with the cloud system of storage saves because, you know, a lot of people are doing that. And I can understand, especially with the uh, Street Plaza minigames, you know, paying so much for it and get five, you know, pay this much for eight ninety nine. blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I get it. They're actual games and you play them a lot. But come on, dude, this is an update. <laughs> I, 
I totally justify it. I say, you know, I can sit there and decide my $5 is is not, I mean, it, it's more important to me than getting this update and every 10, you know. Well, they're going to make money me. off of period. Like, because even for me, I was tempted to do it, but I'm like, I was still pissed off at it at there's, the same time. There's nothing stopping you from just doing it, you know, manually like you are now. It's just, I will pay five bucks for the for the ease of not having to. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what the, to me, that's economics. That's, I pay more for the premium. For premium, exactly. Yeah, I get it. I'm still. Can I not be butthurt a little bit? Well, I mean, come on. They gave you two free games for the Plaza too. No, they gave you one. One free. Still, it's a free game for the Plaza. It, it's fine. It's an easy. It's an exchange there. I think the only one that I continuously play is just the puzzle piece thing. That's the only one I still do. Yeah, that's the only one I do. I don't really do the other. I'm one. still I... missing fucking one, by the way. Oh uh, yeah, we've I've got. I've got so many pieces I'm missing. Um, I could have brought mine over. I should have brought mine over. Uh, going on from there, Picross 3D round two, thirty bucks. It's a little crazy, but people like it, so. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I think it's more of a $15 game myself, maximum, but that's me. And now here are the two games that I'm actually pretty excited about. Ever Oasis, which, honestly, after uh, Stardew Valley came out, I thought I was kind of done with the farming game. Sure. Ever Oasis, I think, because of the, the, the big illustration designers that are part of it, the people who designed, the guy who designed uh, the Chocobos and the, uh, mm-hmm. with the, what are they called? Movies? Sure. <laughs> from, from Final <laughs> <The movies>. Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I like those movies. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it right now. Ah, it doesn't matter. But but he's behind the character design. Well, he, yeah, the characters look cute, mm-hmm. and I, I I like the whole design of it. Am I gonna regret it? Like I regretted um, Fantasy Life. Yes, yes, yes you will. Yes, and, and probably <laughs> soon after. But I think I'll still get it. I think you'll have like a week of fun. And uh, and tank troopers, which to me it looks like battle tanks for the sixty four, mm-hmm. but more anime, and it looks cute, and I can't wait to play it with Ziggy. I will pass on it. Really? <laughs> I have, I already have battle tanks. I've already played it. But it's a six player handheld game. You can play with five other people and just drive around and shoot each other. If I can find enough players to play with, I'll consider it. Like if you get it and Ziggy gets it and maybe one other buddy of mine, Kelly, I, Kelly probably wouldn't really care too much. Really? Maybe uh, she's been kind of lagging on our 3ds lately. She's been kind of more just back to her books. Ah, ah, she's lame. She's not lame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on from there. Phoenix Wright. It's another Phoenix Wright. It's a neat idea. Uh, I mean, if you're a Phoenix Wright fan, go for it. I played the first two, I think, and I loved them. I just, I don't have the time to play a handheld game that causes that much reading. Mm -hmm. I just, that's why I haven't been playing many of the JRPGs on there lately. I just don't want to read that much right now, okay? (laughs) Um, We already talked about the Hyrule Warriors, but big thing was more announcements for... The Animal Crossing New Leaf. Animal Crossing, the New Leaf update uh, is a free update, so you're going to be excited. Well, here's the thing, though. I actually would have paid DLC money, like real actual money, to get Animal Crossing anything. Well, you still can, because it's going to have have the uh, the amiibo cards that you can buy specifically <laughs> for the game so if you're excited to pay money to them they give you a chance jerry oh goody 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 but i mean <laughs> you know why i'm excited because first of all uh, ziggy has a bunch of the cards and they'll work mm-hmm. a bunch of the cards because she was playing a uh, happy home designer mm-hmm. and we can finally design our perfect town with our perfect residents fantastic we can get rid of all i just might bring back that fucking gorilla and just torture him for the rest <laughs> of his life <laughs> So, 
if you, I mean, if you've been kind of bitching about what neighbors you have in your town that you want to get rid of, replace them with the, with the ones you want. I think I'll have a harem. <laughs> I like that Robofrog. He was great. So uh, it'll be exciting. We don't have too many more um, ideas of what else is going to be included yet, but the amiibo support and choose what neighbors you have. I like that a lot. It's very exciting. I'm going to restart my town. Like if they would have charged like $5 just for that pack, I would have been more gladly to do that. Yeah, you can buy the cards for that much. I'll do that much, yeah. Uh, we got more information on Sun and Moon. We'll do a Sun and Moon episode eventually. We don't need we to will. talk about it right now. Uh, Mario Mario Party, Star Rush, Mario Party. It's Mario Party. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest, Sonic Boom, Yokai Watch. These are all things that we already kind of knew about. Mm-hmm. Disney uh, Magical War Two is coming out. I had the first one. I I thought it was fine. I don't know. Did uh, Ziggy play more of it? She didn't actually. I think we sold it. Oh, did you? Yeah, no, that's fine. Because we uh, we I I sold it to you for that copy of uh, Pokemon. Pokemon Blue. Yeah, it was a trade, not a sale, but whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. Went to went to somebody to support the podcast. By the way, we do have eBay sales. Uh, we'll go with the link at the end of the episode here. But if you're interested in supporting the podcast and you want a little something back for it, we put our games up, games anime. We put our stuff up for sale to uh, to keep the things running here. So check it out. <laughs> uh, after that, we got the Galaxy 3DS. I think they looked cool, eh. but I'm not going to buy it. No, I, it didn't. I mean, I'm just going to buy it, maybe a skin offline for five bucks. I yeah, they know. threw a Magic Eye skin on there. Whatever. <laughs> uh, the, the Summer Jam. Oh, we're going to skip that. Yeah, sweepstakes, whatever. Uh, well, Jerry, uh, now I promised you you get your two cents here. W- what is your thought about the whole Nintendo Direct? It was kind of like... I know they're they're holding back for the bigger stuff that's coming out within the next couple of months with the uh, codename NX. And I'm more... I was, I guess, with this club, with this club Nintendo... Not Club Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo Direct. I was hoping to maybe have like a little tease, maybe a little sneak peek of... What was maybe about to come, and I, that's what I really wanted. Instead, I got a lot of stuff like, here's our popular games that you already own, but you can put them on your handheld. And I'm like, well, fuck, I already have these games. I don't give a shit. They said days ahead of time that it was going to be 3DS only. The entire show is going to be 3DS only. I know, that's fine. I like my 3DS. I've been actually hankering to play some more of my 3DS lately. I've just been playing a lot of my old games, which is fine. But these are not games I'm really much interested in because I have half these games already. And the other half, I'm kind of like, I think I'm going to sell uh, Mario, uh, Ma- Super Mario Maker once it comes out for 3DS. I'll sell the Wii U version. I'm probably not going to get the Mario Maker for the 3DS because I already have it for the Wii U. So, I don't know. I was excited. I was excited when they announced uh, what they did. Uh, I'm excited for, for uh, Tank Troopers just because, like I said, it'll be a multiplayer game I can play with Ziggy. I've been hearing, what is it, that for multiplayer games, that new Metroid game is decent. I'm still not crazy about the design or it's not considered a Metroid game to me, but... <laughs> It's a interesting like first person shooter for the 3ds. I want a first person shooter for the 3ds. I'm I, I'm not gonna buy it just because I, I the graphics are inexcusable. They yeah, look, they look weird. It, the game looks like it's a 64 era game. It, it looks it looks terrible. It does. But anyways, we're back on the thing again. I'm sorry I get sidetracked very much. Uh, I don't know. I I wasn't very impressed. I'm I'm still I guess itching for that whatever is actually coming out with Nintendo. The, the new big stuff. stuff. The, the big, big stuff. stuff. I guess I was more disappointed in that fact because I, I wanted I wanted that itch scratched <laughs> just a little bit. You wanted that whole feeling we get at E3 when something real big is announced. Exactly. Just kind of kind of dropped out of the sky. And they kind of just showed me like, well, here's some stuff you already kind of have. <laughs> I'm like, well, 
All right. That's the unfortunate thing is they're focused on this is the stuff that Wii U owners have that the rest of you don't because the Wii U isn't selling. Exactly. I feel that's what the show is about. And I totally get that. And that's that's totally cool. Like, you know, people who don't have the Wii U and don't want to buy a Wii U and they have like a 2DS or 3DS, which is more popular. And that's totally cool. I'm like, a lot of people can actually really enjoy Mario Maker or the Wally World, which is actually a very good game. It's easy, but it's a very good game. Wally World is the theme park from... Uh, Lampoon's Vacation. <laughs> Woolly World is Woolly the Yoshi World's game. Like, I'm <laughs> fucking that up. You can make fun of me with that all you want. I'm totally open for that. Um, why couldn't you fucking put Star Fox on the fucking 3DS? I mean, fuck they, they have it on 3DS already. No, the Star Fox Zero. The better Star Fox is already on 3DS already. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I have. Uh, my reaction, I it was it was a good show. I enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, I was pretty excited when I saw the announcements that were made. I mean, the Amiibos, I kind of squeed at because I always do. But uh, yeah, the Woolly World I'll probably skip, but the rest of the stuff that was announced that I discussed earlier, I'm looking forward to buying. Yeah? Yeah. Especially to play... It's almost like starting Animal Crossing all over again, how I wanted it to be in the beginning. Sure. So I'm excited to put another $200 into Animal Crossing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You want to go on from there? Yeah, let's go on from there. Uh, We'll move on from there. We'll do one of our bump segments here. We're moving What Are You Watching into the middle of the show. Jerry, what are you watching this week? Actually, I just saw Kubo and the Two Strings. How was it? You know, it was gorgeous. I love the story. It was, it doesn't play kids to be stupid (laughs) because it's like, you know how like you're like, oh, it's a wackiness. It's, it's making them like, there's some serious shit that goes on in that movie, but it's a point where they're they're not playing to the dumb demographic. Like they're, they're not there because kids understand stuff they and, do and most of the most of the movies for kids these days don't th- don't believe that yes and this i'm the studio that's behind it they also did a uh, Coraline. they did box trolls they did paranormal i love all those a lot of stop motion animation into that and this one was you know nothing different but they added a lot of different really cool different forms of animation along with it too like they had like puppetry animatronics a lot of cool things and some CG, but of course it was necessary. But all in all, it was a fantastic, beautiful story. It it did capture a lot of imagination, a lot of folklore, and like their own little kind of stuff. And I loved it. It was a gorgeous movie, and I'd be more than happy to spend my money to buy it on Blu-ray as soon as it comes out. I get a lot of a James and the Giant Peach vibe from it. Yes, I think they're remaking that, unfortunately. Oh, dear. The guy who did who directed Spectre, James Bond movie, he's doing it. Disney wants to start mm. talking with it. If the studio that did uh, Kubo did it, I'd be more on board because these are just guys that just do solely animation. They yeah. they're very in touch with that. The guy who directs, you know, James Bond, not so much in the touch of animation. He's just like, I'll just direct it. Brr. I'm like, I'm like, eh, I don't know. But this, I don't know. It was very. It had its very lighthearted moments, and it was very funny at moments, and then it had really dark moments that took it very seriously. And it was a nice balance, and I enjoyed it. I'd be more than happy to pay money to watch it again. All right. Uh, this week, I uh, watched through um, anime classic from '95, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is the game that this is the the movie that inspired. Oh, the Wachowski siblings. Wachowski sisters. Yes. Uh, once the Wachowski brothers mm-hmm. to to write the Matrix. A lot of cyberpunk. Yeah, I believe they saw it and they said, "Let's do that for real." Was their <laughs> quote. Uh, watched through it just because I've been trying to, you know, 
kind of spend my time watching a few of the classics that I never did, both anime and just American movies. Like last week, I watched Pulp Fiction. Mm -hmm. But I watched through uh, Ghost in the Shell. I believe, had I seen it back in 95, it would have kept a lot more of its impact. I saw it when I was in middle school. I have it on VHS still. I have not watched it since. It... Unfortunately, I believe a lot of it doesn't hold up. Yeah. I mean, if they released an abridged version with a lot of the... Um, unfortunately, you'd be cutting out a lot of the art. But mm-hmm. when you've just got, like, five minutes devoted to, like, shots of the city... You were showing me some stuff, and that was pretty goddamn horrible. <laughs> it, was, it was long. It was overdrawn. It was just... It was unnecessary. And then, of course, because I watched it on Hulu, I only got to see the dubbed version. And the woman who plays the major really phones it in. (laughs) And Irene really phones it in. It's like she's like a high school student reading their poetry out in class. It's, It's bad. That's pretty cringe, man. Everybody else... Everybody else was great. The voice acting for the major was just not good. But still, um, I, I did love the art. I loved the art. Uh, the music wasn't my bag, but I can see why the music matched so perfectly. And people, the music is renowned for this movie. People yeah. love the soundtrack. And it wasn't my thing, but I can definitely appreciate it. Uh, still, if you got an hour and a half to spare, it's worth watching sometime in your life if you've never seen it. I might have to go back and watch it. I'm like dig it up on my VHS and pop it in on my HD <laughs> TV. Uh, yeah, and if you've got, if you at home have suggestions for my my anime movie, anime series, I'm trying to keep things that aren't too long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, recommend them. I'm trying to get through everything. I just watched through, I said a while back, the first season of Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. I tried to sit through uh, Kill la Kill, but it's just not for me. Yeah. <laughs> But going on from there, and uh, Ziggy has us watching um, Korra, Legend of Korra. Ah, oh, I love Korra. Like, I, the earlier episodes I'm not a big fan of, but the later episodes I thought she really grew in her own, and she's wonderful. Yeah, it's a little weird knowing how the series ends. I don't know how, you know, the, I don't know the big parts, but I know the relationship, how it ends. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird seeing uh, Korra and what's-his-name in love in the first season. Yeah, that weird love triangle bullshit in the first season was kind of weird. But I hear that clears <laughs> up, so. Yes. Ah, it's Nickelodeon. They had to, It's Nickelodeon. It's Nick Teens. They had to throw the love triangle in I know, but it, it really does clear up, and it's a lot better now. It's It, it ended nice. I liked it a lot. I mean... We'll have to we'll have to do an entire episode just on cartoons we watched. Like, uh, I want to talk about Gravity Falls. I don't want to talk oh, about... I love Gravity Falls. It's so good. I'm, like, watching it for the third time all over again now. Right. <laughs> it's well, so good. <laughs> going on from there, something that isn't so good. We'll talk about the Apple announcement of the iPhone 7, the Apple Watch... Let's start from the the most glaring misstep, I believe, that everyone seems to be arguing with me about. (laughs) They removed the 3.5 millimeter audio jack from the iPhone 7. There is no... Well, the audio jack is the lightning cable now. Because Apple likes money. Don't kid yourself that it's a better quality. Apple just likes fucking money. Yeah, they do. Okay. I mean, why do I have not both until people can adapt? (laughs) (laughs) They don't have both because apparently... The phone will be slimmer now, and they're saving room, and blah, 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 blah. Fuck it. Fuck them. <laughs> it'll be a thing of, like, a... It'll be, like, a thin crust pizza. <laughs> it's just, like, crispy and, and, and I delicate. Hate, I hate the fact that this is how it's going to go, because everyone's going to drop it now, because Apple did. I don't 
don't know. Do you think Samsung will actually drop it? I think Samsung would be smart as hell to have like three of them now. <laughs> just as a big fuck you to Apple. I mean, at, at this point, I would actually only get a phone that has like an audio jack because I kind of use them a lot. Because first of all, first of all, what if you want to charge your phone while you listen to the audio jack? You buy a $40 adapter? I don't have money for that shit. I'd rather spend it on food. Oh, no, no. You can, <laughs> you can also buy an adapter for a 3.5 audio jack that plugs into the lightning cable slot. I think they're saying like 10 to 30 bucks. Hmm. Or I could buy a fucking device that has an audio jack, Apple. <laughs> you spend all that money just to have the audio jack. I know. Back to it. Then just... why just buy a fucking phone that already has it? It was, and you know the word, that, that, that it wouldn't be so, such an insult if they didn't use the word courageous to describe. That's what they use, courageous? They said courageous. Courageous. Or something along those lines. I believe it was courageous. Wow. You know, what I guess, fucking assholes. I guess it is pretty courageous to look me in the eye and, and <laughs> say it's innovative and tell me I'm going to have to buy an adapter to use my headphones <laughs> or my Apple headphones. That's, a, that's innovative because, I mean, that's courageous because, uh, uh, it, first of all, it's got balls to say it to me, yeah, and true. secondly, I'm going to kick you in the balls for saying that to me. <laughs> Just like, fuck you! Fuck, fuck, fuck you! Yeah, I have no problem of not giving a shit about this. You have like, no problem in not giving a shit. You're so you're you're so pissed I, off. You're flustered, and you're not making any sense, Jerry. I I'm just I don't fucking I don't fucking know anymore. Just fucking like I'm just not gonna buy an Apple product. Like I'm just not gonna buy an Apple phone or a fucking Microsoft phone ever again. I'll just stick with Android shit. Yeah, and just buy flip phones from now. There you go. <laughs> go back to my old phone. Just flip it. Now the thing is, it's just like they took they took out the audio jack. And to justify buying a new iPhone, they added the second exterior camera. Who gives a shit about that? I mean, I saw the pictures I was taking, and yeah, they're remarkable. But I didn't buy my phone to take pictures. I have two Nikons. Why the fuck do I need that? Uh, but yeah, it's just the they added the second camera to make the pictures much... I mean, first of all, digital zoom is garbage. Everyone knows it. Digital yeah. zoom is terrible. Yes, it is. And they tried to compensate with the second camera, and they've got the whole near-far thing where you can double focus on you know mm -hmm. both the background. Yeah. I don't need my camera. I don't need my phone to take that quality picture. You know? I have a camera already that does that because I spent the amount of money because I take my photography seriously where I will just get my Nikon out and actually take photos. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is they had these pictures taken by photographers that are saying, oh yeah, it's a great camera phone. But it's just like, <laughs> it's just like those photographers are going to go back to their cameras now to take pictures. You're yes. not going to... I mean, I'm not going to lie. I do use my camera phone, but it's more of like, you know, spare the moment kind of thing. Well, that was cute. Click, 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 click. That's all I use it for. Honestly, I, I have Snapchat and I have Instagram and it's really just because I'll be sitting there at my desk and I'll have my uh, Homestar Runner desktop and I'll mm -hmm. laugh and I'll say, I want to take a picture of that and I do it and then people go, oh, it's funny. Homestar is so nostalgic and they'll like it and that's it. <laughs> that's it. It's an entirely unnecessary... Ziggy sits there and takes pictures of every meal she ever eats. <laughs> and, okay, people do that. They but, do. I, I mean, mean, if I'm going out to, like, say, Thanksgiving, Christmas, or family gathering, or, like, a nice social event, I actually will consider bringing my Nikon out. But then I have, like, total fucking control of my images and photos. But this is me. This is me. That's, and still, that's, that's because do. that's because her family is is living far away, and they like to do this thing where they show each other what they're eating for dinner. It's a cute little... That's fine. Yeah, it's... it's... I did that, too, when I was uh, in Minneapolis, and then my family was far away. I would do, like, little things like that. But 
Does she need a clearer image of the sushi we're eating? You mean no. an, like a, a farther depth focus? No, and... no, we don't need artistic images of our fucking, you know, who's doing this with their phone? Apple, Hipsters. fuck you. Hipsters. Okay. Actually, there was uh, a thing about how people were reporting on Yelp that their food were cold or it was gross or whatever because they were spending so much time taking photos of their food in restaurants. Yeah, it makes sense. And they were like, that's why they hated the hipsters on Yelp because... Everybody hates hipsters. I know. <laughs> <laughs> because they would just spend most of the time looking at their food instead of actually eating it and then complaining later on. Uh... So I guess it's more designed for them to make sure they can have a quality food of image and blah, 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 and so they can actually have those. Maybe sometimes, it's for Yelp. Maybe it's, this is for Yelp. Sometimes I think you have dyslexia with how the word, the order you put words in. Yeah, in I think sentences. I do. I might actually have dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> but going on from there, uh, we'll talk about the, the iWatch. And, shit about the iWatch. Uh, <laughs> not the market, actually. Nobody, uh, the iWatch is not doing well in the market. Ooh. I know Apple says it is, but it is just not. Well, somebody asked, like, well, what the fuck is an iWatch? I'm like, like, well, I guess it's, is it a phone? Well, no, it hooks up to your phone. So I have to buy the phone and this fucking thing? <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a smartwatch. Um, they really, really pushed on the whole, you can wear it while you go swimming thing. And they have a nice little device in which the speaker will push water out of the phone because the speaker uses air to produce sound. Yes. But, uh, why? Can I just take off my watch? Before you jump in the pool? Yes. Okay, first of all, first of all, we talked about this before we started the show. But, of course, no one would have heard that because we weren't recording it. (laughs) Hi! (laughs) Okay, a niche market of... Uh, people that want I uh, smartwatches, all right. Mm-hmm. They're more niche market of people that would consider themselves swimmers that also want an iWatch. All right, we're we're cutting down the market there, and now we've gone further from that for people that are swimmers that I want an, that want an iWatch that don't want to have to take it off before they jump in the pool. What is that like? Six people? I, it's a, it's definitely less than one percent. <laughs> <laughs> who are who? Who is Apple marketing to at this point? I have no fucking idea i mean were they banking on everybody thinking oh i'm gonna be an olympic athlete because the olympics are just on i'm gonna go swim more (laughs) and it's just like they they what they they showed that they tested the apple the iwatch like they had it rotating in this in this pool of water for a hundred five hundred days in a row is this for like the person who deep sea dives and (laughs) i don't know i don't know what they when i go shark swimming i want to check my watch but not any watch the apple watch i okay listeners i implore you just take off the watch before you jump in the pool i mean okay of course now you don't have to but if if any any if anything on you costs as much as an iWatch and you want to go swimming, take it off. Take it out of your pocket. There's no reason. <laughs> There's, I don't know. What, what are you going to do with the watch in the water? If they spend that much money already, I'm sure they can afford another one. Unless they're just really frivolous. <laughs> it's because I don't want to take my watch off before I take a shower. That's, that's the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> I'm <my> lazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, okay. <laughs> Uh, and now, now it's powered by GPS, which means they have this thing where you're walking a trail in Yosemite, and they'll say, oh, you're getting off the trail. Which, I guess if you're a hiker that's a little more adventurous than the rest of us and can get lost in the mountains, that's neat. Yeah, I mean, but also I'd be really worried because if you're an outdoorsy kind of person, there's a really good chance you might break that fucking watch and not, might need to have like another exterior shell on that thing. Not to mention the fact that, I mean, I have shitty reception on my phone when I'm wandering around like that. 
And uh, I, I can't I can't imagine the iWatch is going to have great reception with GPS in the middle of the mountains. And know? I know Garmin makes, you know, those nice GPS trackers for yeah. like, people who do a lot of hiking and whatnot. Like, those are very important for kind of like survival things. But this is kind of like a hipster hiker thing. I don't... <laughs> hipster hiker. Hipster that's, hiker. That this sounds is, this like that's a comic book from hell. <laughs> <laughs> This is, I think this is maybe just specifically designed for Pokemon Goers. And that's the thing, is they, they announced Pokemon Go is coming to the iWatch. There you go! Ta-da! Hipster hiker! <laughs> Hipster hiker, indeed. Okay. Um, we're going to go on from there to announce the one thing about the show that I was pretty excited about. Okay. Mario Run. Mario Run! I haven't had a chance to actually look at it yet, but I've heard about it. Um, I was watching it with, uh, with my manager at work, my IT manager, and he was confused as to why we have a game in which Mario runs on his own. He's never seen the Bit Run games. You know, the fact that there are there's a actual platform, there's there's a genre out there in which the character runs on their own and you just jump. Yeah, it's he a did, one button kind of thing. He didn't know about that. And honestly, that's what I kind of expect Nintendo to do, and it looks good. Okay. It, it, I know there was Sonic Dash. Sonic Dash actually makes sense because you know you're going at a fast rate and you only do swipe left to right and you push one down and he does his thing by himself. But this is all about Mario running through a level and then you jump for him and you collect coins and stuff like that. It's it's a it's a bit trip game. Okay. But it looks great. I mean, it, is it a free to play or is it going to be? Uh, it's going to be a purchase game. Okay, you're going to. It's going to be one time purchase, not free to play. Okay. So no in app purchases. Nintendo said they just want people to be able to buy it and play it. Okay. Which is, I mean, and uh, it's the, the industry. Uh, industry knows the talking heads say that it's going to probably prospectively have about 1.5 million downloads in the first week. That's a lot of bank right there. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of bank. I'm expecting in the price range, this is just me. I'm no analyst or anything. Yeah. But I'm guessing four ninety nine to nine ninety nine. That's kind of with my ballpark too. I that's can... that's what I would expect to pay for it. Because it's not it's Nintendo, not Square Enix. <laughs> yes. Square Enix would have come out at forty bucks. No, they yeah, easily, yeah. At least twenty nine ninety nine Mario. Yeah. Fuck you. I would not recommend paying more than that. No. If it was fifteen, I definitely would have said fuck that. I don't really care. Fifteen I can almost justify, but I would never go higher than that. I can justify ten. I would definitely do five. And the thing is, uh you you remember uh, it reminded me of uh Diddy Kong Racing and Mario Kart where mm-hmm. they would have the ghost on there that you could race. Yeah. You can race your friend's time. I like that. Yeah, it's cute, you know? I like that. So, I'm excited so for it. was like a little miniature leaderboard kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, cool. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to get to beat your high score every time. Because I, <laughs> because I grew up in the womb of the machine, and now Mario is the only thing I can do. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo raised well, Watch me. out for those hipster hikers. They N- might beat your score. <laughs> N- Nintendo raised me. <laughs> at, this true, point, yeah. at this point, I have to accept that. I was an Atari child. Then it became Nintendo. Um, you have any? Anything else to say about the whole Apple iWatch show? It's stupid. It's another product I'm not going to buy. Whole Apple show, the whole iPhone Seven that, and my my work currently upgrades to the better the the next gen. They upgrade to the newest generation of iPhone every year. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to it. Well, we were talking about too, like maybe like kind of like the new Coke, kind of like everybody hated the new Coke taste or whatever, and they went back to classic Coke. Will they have the iPhone Jack, and then they'll come back out with like you know the i7 S <laughs> with the 3.5 millimeter put back. Yes, S is supposed to be like slim or small, and it'll Super just slim. it'll be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they're they're more excited to make money on that stupid jack and the fucking fact that we have to buy 
buy Apple headphones now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, a jack part port would have been, like, you know, like a $2 feature kind of thing. And now they're charging people $40 to listen to their music. That's a good way to fuck them. Do you, know, do you remember when uh, the iPhone and the iPad had the 30 pin and it was universal with other tablets that were out? Yes. And you could just use one charger for all your devices? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I, yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good place to end that. Uh, what are you playing this week, Jerry? Um, I was playing some Overwatch. It was a free-to-play over this weekend. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to dive into this and see what all the uh, big hype is all about. And I played it for about a half hour. I'm like, yeah, it's it's a prettier version with uh, Team Fortress 2. I like the character design in Overwatch. That's... Uh, that, and that's the thing. I The character designs are very, very good. I like them. They're pretty to look at. All the characters, they're like a lot of cool geometry, weird things going on. Like it, it's a really big, how much of an eye candy kind of thing. A lot of cool things with the character designs. Um, as the gameplay itself, it's fucking Team Fortress, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's a $60 Team Fortress. Yeah, yeah. And for me, not being a huge, huge, like, you know, buff of a Blizzard fan, like I'm just a casual player for Blizzard's uh, games, and that's fine for me, but it's I'm just going to go to Valve and just play their game for free. Because they have Team Fortress 2 for fucking free, still. And it still plays very well. And, I don't know, I don't see myself ever buying this game. If it's a free-to-play game for Overwatch, that's cool. If it was maybe came out maybe as a $20 game, I might have considered it, but and then again, I still didn't buy Battlefront 2. I still haven't bought the new Battlefront even. It's dropped down to 20 bucks now, and I still don't give a fuck. Uh, this week I've been playing through... Um, actually, I've been playing Twilight Princess on the Wii U. Yeah, how are you looking at now? I am playing Hero Mode, Ooh. and I am not liking it. Really? I really regret starting on Hard Mode, because... Have you put the Ganon on there, too? No. Because I just fucking annihilate you. Because I, I'm starting to realize that, yeah, you could have Zelda be around the difficulty, well, not nowhere near the difficulty, but in the same idea of, uh, like, uh, what's that game for the PlayStation 3 and the, the really difficult one, Dark Souls. Okay, yeah, Dark Souls. I, I understand you could make Zelda like Dark Souls, but the fun of Zelda isn't the fact that it's challenging as gameplay, but the puzzles were supposed to be challenging. I thought it was and supposed to be about the adventure. It is about the adventure, and you're supposed to be Link, the chosen one that's supposed to be able to, you know, do these things without needing extra skill. Yeah. And, yeah, you can, I mean, there are people out there that do minimalist runs and, and hard mode runs and stuff like that, but really, for me, it's really sucked a lot of the charm out of the game. <laughs> I think I might start over on just normal mode and enjoy it instead of, like, having the bragging rights of, like, and it's not that hard. I mean, it's not like Ocarina of Time in which you get a game over and you start from, mm-hmm. I mean, either the, the dungeon entrance or sometimes, what was it, like, Link's house? Yeah. You know? But it's still, I don't like dying in Zelda. And I don't like the fact that it's interesting that, that I'm actually having to buy red potions and milk and stuff like that. But it's also removed kind of the fantasy of just being able to play it and beat it. That's you know? interesting perspective. I kind of... No, that, that's really interesting because, you know, Dark Souls are, are just notorious. They're d- notoriously bad. Yeah. No, not, not bad, bad. I mean, they're notoriously hard. hard. Yes, it's... they're hard. Like, even Bloodborne. I tried playing Bloodborne a little while back and I just wasn't in the mood to get my ass handed to me and I was just in a bad mood. <laughs> and, like, I'm just getting my ass just chewed out. Oh, yeah, every time. And that's the, that's the part, of the, part of the draw of the game is, hey, remember Ghosts and Goblins? Yeah. The game that had no mercy. Yeah, you're gonna be <laughs> fucking spanked in front of your, all your schoolmates, and that's pretty much all it was. And 
No, I, I, you know, I agree with you. Like Zelda can be a good challenge, but no, that's not the point of the game, though. I guess. Yeah, the point of the game is to get lost in the hero, mm-hmm. the struggle of the hero, not the not the struggle of the game. I mean, like, yeah, by all means, if you guys want to get you know fucking wrecked on a Zelda game, then by all means, go for it. But yeah, that's that's a well, it's a good perspective. I didn't think about that. And honestly, I think uh, I love Zelda, but I don't think the controls are good enough for that kind of difficulty. Well, have you played it on the Wii U with the mo- not that I mean with the motion controls? <laughs> just it's just gamecube controls okay so it's good but i mean remember there are uh special actual like almost combos that you need to have link swing in a certain way mm-hmm. so it's like forward and a for jab or uh without pressing z it's like slash and stuff like that and twilight princess because it had the motion controls actually does require you to hit enemies in a certain way sometimes mm-hmm. and uh when you're doing that and when a hit knocks down two hearts mm-hmm. it's just lost its fun for me sure i don't know also then i don't know if you remember but nintendo on the nintendo direct announced that uh skyward sword is coming on the wii shop channel do you i still have it for wii so i don't need to buy it on the wii u yeah I don't, unless never... I, I guess i wouldn't mind playing through it on the on the handheld while i watch something but skyward sword does not have the lasting power that the other ones do i don't think so either and like i still haven't beaten it i've just been dragging my feet with it for years (laughs) i think skyward sword really lacked on the fact that i didn't like um i like the character design on skyloft Mm -hmm. i didn't like the character design for the rest of the game (laughs) you know i didn't like the little robots i didn't like the little tunneling guys Mm -hmm. um i did like i loved the flying mechanic Mm -hmm. i loved that I loved everything to do with Skyloft. I loved about the game. But it's the rest of the stuff on the surface and the story that wasn't as captivating as it could have been. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of just it didn't have the lasting power that class that Zelda has been known for. Mm-hmm. When you play a Zelda game, it's automatically a classic. And I don't believe Skyward Sword is in that field. I think it's on the field of uh, Legend of... Wait, uh, Link to the... Wait, Legend of Link 2. Was it Zelda 2? Zelda 2, like uh, Link's Adventure. Link. Yeah. Link's Adventure. Um, Miyamoto said that is... That's that's his least favorite game yeah Yeah. uh i think more or less it's got everything to do with the setting i didn't like fee i didn't like i didn't like the characters i hate how it fucking held my hand for two hours but you know what i did (laughs) like about i I loved i loved two things from skyward sword three things uh four things that we talk about the little kiwi guys but (laughs) i liked i liked the swords i liked controlling the sword with motion controls I really did like that. You did like that? I liked that a I lot. I despised it. <laughs> I liked that a lot. Um, I liked that you could, you know, did the puzzles that you could move your arm with and had the, the eye get all fit. I loved that. <laughs> I loved that you had to hit those, the, the spiders in a certain way. All of that I enjoyed. I loved the, the flying mechanic, everything to do with Skyloft, and I loved... I didn't like the last fight with Demise. Oh, the the third thing I loved was uh, Groose. Okay. Groose is probably my favorite character out of the entire Zelda series. I just didn't understand Groose. I loved Groose because <laughs> I loved Groose because he starts out as the bully and then he becomes almost the comic relief and he's fucking he, he he's he's got a good heart. He's trying to help Zelda and he just becomes like he's Balkan Skull in one and I love it's him. Balkan Skull. I love him because he becomes analogy, yeah. because he he basically becomes what Bowser's character is in Mario RPG. You know, he's the big tough guy that's just kind of rolling with the punches at this point. Sure. Because he knows it's not about him, but he he can help if he can. And All I right. love Groose's character because of that. Okay, I'll give you that one, but I still think the game's boring. Like, Mario RPG <laughs> Bowser is my favorite Bowser. <laughs> he just is. Even his haiku, like, what is it, like the, like the moon over the day, my genius in brawn is lost on these fools. I love that. <laughs> I want to have that quote on my wall. Uh, all right, after that, uh, you got to fuck you this week? 
Uh, apparently, ITT Tech. If you guys are familiar with that, give give I'll, give me your entire history of ITT Tech. Here, just this is this is your outlet. This is your time to shine. Go with it. All right, all right. So, I've been to a couple colleges in my lifetime, and ITT Tech was my third college. Give it. Give a little example. What is ITT Tech? Just uh, for people in the future to wonder what the struggle was. Okay. I, I've been to better colleges, believe me. Okay. ITT Tech was probably one of the lower colleges I've been to, and it's. <sighs> It's a for-profit. It's a for- it's a for-profit college. For-profit technical school. Essentially. Now the students I, that was. went there that I went to for uh, digital design, gaming design, all kind of like artsy kind of stuff, and learn more knowledge about programming and uh, just designing in general. And the teachers there were good. There are some teachers there that actually worked on some pretty cre- creative stuff, like Joseph Linsky. He worked on Ren Stimpy uh, cartoons, uh, Animaniacs, such such stuff. He has a really impressive portfolio. Unfortunately, uh, IT Tech's uh, books and standards for the classes were absolute fucking garbage. In the beginning of the year, we had to basically throw out all the lesson plans that they supplied us. And he would bring in his own shit because, like, well, you guys already know this shit, right? I'm like, yeah, we all we all fucking learned this, you know, last semester. It's like, all right, we're just going to assume that they don't know what they're doing <laughs> and we're just going to continue forward. So he would try to push us forward and challenge us to actually learn stuff that we didn't know but every semester that went on and on and on we were learning about literally the same shit over and over again and we were finding out that they were closing down our program and they didn't want anything to do with us anymore Mm. and we actually went to the dean and like hey what the fuck we need to learn this this and this because we haven't even touched on this yet well we'll figure this out i'm like no we need to do this now it's like okay well we're gonna send you up for these classes so my whole classes were sent up on ecological disasters and shit like that (laughs) i'm like that's basically like being a mechanic and signing up for cooking classes it had nothing to do with our field and we were all of our class like all of our classmates were bitching about this we all fucking went and we fucking yelled at them nothing was nothing was done and we were all fucking furious of this so we took a lot of our own time of our classmates to actually try to figure shit out by ourselves to learn stuff by ourselves the college was not helping us and we would bitch and bitch and bitch about this and nobody would do anything nothing was done but we were so far into uh, the education process of like you know of the degrees that we were fucked yeah we were so fucked it's like we could leave now and pay a lot of fucking debts and no have degree or just finish this up and try to have a degree and try to move on as best as we can and we all graduated which was not a problem apparently and now uh years later the government is finding out that they were like oh the government always knew they're just moving the actions moving forward first what they did was they they cut off um the government funding. they got cut off government funding for uh students going to itt tech so students were no longer getting uh any sort of government funding which is you know if you have student loans you know that's a big chunk of it yes uh i guess you could still have private funding but because of that itt tech said uh we're not enrolling anymore students mm-hmm. no more students uh, I, I i think they were planning on having students currently there finish out their degree uh but then uh itt tech closed all campuses so stu- uh, i i read stories about students saying that they were going to have like a fire drill or something <laughs> they they had to go outside for some reason and while they were out there they saw st- uh, teachers cleaning out their desk they, it was just it was just cut it was done jesus christ um after that now we're hearing about uh, all t- itt tech uh campuses are closed um there's been talk about uh, government
government, I guess, reimbursement uh, or, or uh, loan forgiveness. Uh, yeah, that'd even, be fucking great. <laughs> even, some, even some refunds are possible. So it's still a developing story. Uh, if you went to ITT Tech, take all of this with a grain of salt because I don't know for sure. Nobody what's knows what's happen. happening right now. I mean, it's it's all update a bunch of fuckness. <laughs> but can you imagine you, your loans that are currently out being forgiven and maybe getting some of that money back? That would I wouldn't even know what to do. I would cry. That would be. I, wouldn't that just be like the, every cloud has a silver lining? That is it. I would I would cry for joy for a week. Here's your question. I, I wouldn't even know. Here's your question, though. Would you take that money now that you're being now that you're debt free from ITT Tech and that you have some of the money back? Would you invest invest that in going to back to school? Maybe at another school for the same degree. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, like I said, ITT Tech did not teach me a goddamn thing, and I had to learn all this shit by myself. And with like. If I need to learn something, I just went out and fucking searched for it. Yeah. And it turns out, like, even right now in life, like, it, like, yeah, a degree does help you find a job. But in, like, in the art field, I learned that that degree sometimes doesn't even fucking matter. Like, what matters is your portfolio. If you can produce the work that they're looking for, they'll hire you. I wonder what the ITT tech degrees are going to be worth after this. I, I'm really fucking worried about that myself. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if it's going to still matter as... As you you have something to prove that well, unfortunately, the reason this started is because uh, companies and people were complaining that ITT graduates uh, were in your same position and didn't have the drive you did to continue your education despite the fact that the courses are teaching you and weren't trained for the positions they were getting hired for. Yeah, I can believe that. Um, and it does that stigma follow the degree, or do you have that degree as proof that yes, I still have the basics? that I need and this says so you know that's that's what I'm really worried about because I don't I, I'm afraid that if I put that degree down on my on my resume or portfolio or whatever that I might be immediately tainted yeah what you do have though is first of all you're in the right industry to have where a degree says something but certifications do the talking Yes, yeah, so you need to show your work. <laughs> That's the thing about my field. You need to show your work. I think with the right certifications, the degree is just the placeholder and the certifications show you know your shit. Yeah. I think that's the best. If you're out there and you have... Uh, if you have an ITT tech degree in, in networking, something that's not so uh, artistically based as Jerry's degree, networking, um, programming, something like that, get your certifications, have your degree be there, but have those certifications do your talking for you. Yeah, that's that's very important. <sighs> so I guess the fuck yeah, maybe I might get my money back. <laughs> <laughs> a tentative fuck yeah for the future. Uh, there's a hope and dream there. I mean, that'd be great. My fuck you is still an apple. We already talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we did a what are you playing this week. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we do? Any recommendations this week? Oh. What do you mean? Like, do you have any recommendations for our audience to maybe like try out, listen, watch, play? That's a good. That's a good uh, uh, segment there, Jer. We may go with that. Um, right, right now, summer's ending. I would recommend if you haven't yet, get yourself. Now is a good time to get yourself in that fall feeling. And a lot of ways I do that is through uh, horror, the horror genre. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also got back to school, uh, which basically this is the time of year I usually start uh, an RPG from the Persona series. Uh, Persona 3 being my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a game in which you basically you live the life of a uh, high school student in Japan. And at night you fight monsters. <laughs> and it's very, very anime-esque. It's very... 
Um, I mean, you go day to day. You wake up, you go to school, you're like, okay, do I pay attention to class? Do I sleep through it? Your social interactions mm -hmm. with the people you meet during the day help you in battle during the night. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't given um, the the persona genre a uh, just, just a little taste yet, give it a shot. If you like the RPG, I mean, Persona is a little harder to get Persona 3 um, just because it was a PS2 game. Mm -hmm. It's also on the PSP, I believe. But Persona 4, I hear, is the better in the series. Okay. So, go I'll have to try them out. Yeah. What's your recommendation, Jer? Actually, I was at work the other day and people were asking me some recommendations myself. And they said they like, you know, those kind of survival horror games. And they asked me my take on something. Like, well, I was... It brought all the way back to uh, the SCP game. Mm. SCP-087. It's a free-to-play game. Well, not free to play, but it's a free download. There's two versions. Uh, there's SCP-087-B and just the original 087. Now, SCP is a West, uh, website. It stands for Secure, Contain, and Protect. And it based off like kind of like a creepypasta, where they have these um, really interesting stories about really creepy things. And one person took one of the stories, and it's just, we I call it the stairway simulator. It was introduced <laughs> to me by my friend Derek. And you play it with, you have to play with headphones in the dark by yourself. And it gets really creepy. And it's, it's not much. It's made by one guy. And pretty much the story goes that it was made in one day as kind of like a little experiment with audio. And you just go downstairs. That's all you do. But how far you go downstairs is the real challenge. You have no weapons, and I'm not going to tell you anymore. <laughs> Anything else is a spoiler. Pretty much. And it's, and, I mean, as soon as you die, the game crashes, kind of creeps you out a little bit. But it's a very, very simple game. Don't expect very much, but I recommend it to a lot of people at work, and they seem to really enjoy it. It's like they were just impressed that it was just a very simple little game, but it had a pretty good impact. Well, I think that's about it this week. You got any, uh, any last minute, uh, anything? <laughs> bananas make me fart. Bananas make you fart. Bananas make me fart. Bananas do. I thought you, I thought you just said man, man make me. I thought you just make said me mana fart. did. <laughs> mana potions over there. How do you think? Uh, how do you think mana potion tastes? Kind of like a Kool Aid kind of thing. I would think Listerine. Listerine. Mm, okay. Yeah. That's okay. good. That's that's our that's our uh, question I, for for the audience this week. How does mana potion taste? <laughs> Apparently, well, we have, I would have like maybe the alcohol substance. You know that Listerine like thing with maybe well hydrogen peroxide with Kool Aid. All right. Uh, you at home, <laughs> just ponder that over in your head. Give us your answers. Apparently, we have questions for the audience now. That's just a segment <laughs> we made up this second. <laughs> How does mana potion taste? Uh, Jerry, send us out. Happy gaming, everybody. I like that. <laughs> <laughs>